Hi, this is Jared Carlos of Future Vision First, where we move you from information to insight. Remember, the future belongs to those who created. I am so glad that you could join us for today's episode. On this podcast, we discuss everything science, business, technology, and content creation and how it affects society and your life. I hope you are having a great day wherever you are in the world. In today's episode, we are going to be looking at one of the interesting skills necessary in order to be successful in this new world of work and life, and that is collaboration. But we are going to be looking at it from the perspective of collaboration versus individual brilliance. Which one is more important, especially when you consider today's education? So when we think about education, when we think about the way people are trained in most cases in today's world, we get the understanding that people are groomed to be individually brilliant or individually competent. Now, this stems from the third industrial revolution where we had machines taking over manual labor and we had a movement of people towards mental work. And so we have a high school that trains people in subjects. The people with the highest marks in those subjects often do well and go to the best universities and then study degrees and specialize to masters and PhDs. So they become specialists. And the reason they specialize is because the intellectual skills, the patterns, the way they train their brain over a period of time enables them to do complex thinking and intellectual heavy lifting. And this was all fine and well when that was a skill that's actually sought after. But with the fourth industrial revolution and with the rate at which things are changing, artificial intelligence is continually taking over tasks, mental tasks that humans were previously trained to do. And we need look no further than chess as an example of this, an age old mental battle of wits. And when we consider chess, we think of two people battling it out at a, at a board. But the issue has been that the chess computer has changed the way people play. And more and more lines are prepared at home on the computer and then shown on the board, even amongst grandmasters. And so the issue here is that when we think about this, we've even had tournaments where chess computers or engines and humans have competed side by side against another human that has a chess engine or computer. And the results of those tournaments, those combinations of people being called centaurs, the results of those tournaments is that the grandmaster or the experts training, the pattern recognition over years, learning how to think analytically, doesn't matter so much when you have an engine right next to you that can do this. And this is the role that AI will eventually take in most mental tasks. We already have artificial intelligence that created in the US that can write essays for people. But here's the deal. People don't think of this as an important change because it is true that it has been said that development and the future is already here. It is just unequally distributed. And what is meant by that is people don't see the power of AI simply because AI might not be right in front of them. You have Squirrel AI in China, which is a learning system that without the help of teachers, teaches learners maths. 
and they get better results than if they were taught by a human person. You have Ross, who was the AI lawyer, created to synthesize different arguments based on different articles and cases in law. And Ross was eventually integrated by the bigger firms in law, by example, LexisNexis and all of those bigger firms. And eventually the initiative of the original creators died down. But the point is that AI is biting at the heels of these intellectual institutions that have been around for decades and centuries. The university, the place where higher order thinking is attained, is now under threat by artificial intelligence. In fact, most mental work is under threat by artificial intelligence. And when we paint this picture, it's important to understand that what is the answer? If everybody has a smartphone in the pocket with the power of a supercomputer in terms of the ability to give them any information and to execute any action with that information, to synthesize it, to analyze it, to create new information, if this is the capability that AI is moving towards and in some cases has already attained, then what does that leave in terms of humans and work? Well, that's a good question because here's where we come to the understanding of individual brilliance versus collaboration. Now, when everybody has this supercomputer in their pocket, even more so than the smartphone we have now, the value of individual brilliance is greatly diminished because everybody has the ability to think or a device that can think for them. In that case, as with the analogy of the chess, it is up to the decision making of the person that becomes more important than all those years of mental training. Because if the grandmaster can be equaled by somebody who doesn't really play chess through the use of an engine, then surely this is a pattern that can be extrapolated over the rest of society. And so we look at collaboration and we look at the issues we have with collaboration. The issues we have is that we've had a school system teach us how to think as an individual and not as a group. Individual performance is valued above all. And the most that group work does is one person does all the work and the rest of everybody else does nothing and just hangs on the other person's work. But the issue is that collaboration will be central once individual brilliance in terms of thinking is no longer as valued as it once was. And so really we have to consider that collaboration won't just be an option, it will be a norm, it will be required. And so we have to prepare ourselves. Prepare ourselves by working with different people. Prepare ourselves by educating ourselves on collaboration and how unsimplistic it is, how challenging it can be when we think about collaborating with other people, dealing with conflict, getting everybody on the same page, making sure everybody has the same vision, making sure they all have the same objectives, keeping people on the same page. All of these things have to do with collaboration. And if we don't stop to think about how we need to collaborate with others, we won't recognize that the individual brilliance that we've attained actually means nothing in the isolation of everybody having access to the information, everybody having access to the thinking power that was once held as a pride and joy by those who were in university.
So, what does this mean for you, the listener? What it means is you have to educate yourself on 21st century learning design. It's called the C's. It's called many different names. But critical thinking, creative thinking, collaboration, adaptability, all of these things are skills that are required in a world that is complete, increasingly becoming computerized, increasingly moving towards artificial intelligence and robotics. And we need to work these skills, recognize how we need to intentionally work these skills and continue to move forward in a way that highlights the best things about being human and working. Because no matter how powerful artificial intelligence becomes, it will never be human. Because human implies conscious. Human implies free will. And there's a lot that goes into that that simply cannot be replicated in a machine. Because a machine by design was created for a purpose. Right. So we need to remember that this unequally distributed future is racing towards us and is already here. And we must not be caught unawares as suddenly things change in our job markets and our schools as artificial intelligence becomes a norm in all of those places. This is Jared Carlson for Future Vision First, where we move you from information to insight. Remember, the future belongs to those who create it. Thank you.